Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, it's Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. What is up? What is up? We love you so much. Um, so excited about our guest today. She is kind of ignited, not ignited, but I would say maybe add gasoline to this fire that I have about biblical illiteracy and how you guys know I've talked about this for years, how we aren't reading our Bibles the way that people did back in the olden days. I know this is a problem. I see it as a problem. I mean, it is it is everywhere. And this is where truth is. But I, I get this question a lot. Autumn, I hear you tell me, read the Bible, tell me, read the Bible, tell me, read the Bible. Homegirl on the show today has put it into almost like a like an art. I want to go ahead and welcome her to the show without doing any announcements today, uh, just because I really want to flesh out this topic. Welcome to the show today, Christy. Now, Christy, how do you say your last name? Cambron, Cambrin, like LeBron? Like, how do we say this? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. And you almost got it. It's Cambrin. I think it was like my husband and I, I think it was like our third date where he finally said, hey, it's not Cambron, it's Cambrin. And and I just knew if he felt comfortable to say that, I'm like, yeah, this guy's pretty special. Yeah, <laughs> he's in it. He's in it to win it, girlfriend. Well, you never know. We have people on the show. We had um, Nick Vujicic. One time, the, the the guy who founded Life Without Limbs, and I'm telling you what, I messed up his name like six times, and then, <laughs> and then they spelled it out for me so I could know. So I always want to get the name right. My name's Autumn Miles. Like, how hard is it to uh, to say that? Super easy. Um, Christy, welcome to the show today. Um, I want to just kind of dig right into this verse mapping situation. Um, I, you You... Clearly, you probably have the same perspective I do with people need to get in the word. They need to know how to study the word. Uh, first of all, tell me what verse mapping is and um, and talk to me about the need for this type of thing. You are so right when you said that this was throwing some fire out there, right? It's like the Holy Spirit just tossing <laughs> some paraffin on the flame of our hearts to get in the word, yes. like get in it, get in the book. And I will tell you, for me, this paraffin, it hit the flames big in 2014. Hmm. So I had just walked away from my 15-year corporate career. God was really specific with our family. Uh, my husband and I, we've been married almost 18 years. We have three young children, three little boys, and God was specific through prayer, through confirmation, and hmm. I already stepped out and was a fiction author but just really felt him kind of press his thumb on my heart, you know? Yeah. And it was time to go. So I walked away from corporate America knowing he called me into ministry and to step into the very next day, walked into my closet. I grabbed all of my corporate suits. I gave them away, took them to a donation center. Like we said, wow. in the ships kind of thing, right? Like we said, we are not going back. Now, wow. I know you, I know you're a fashionista, so I got to I gotta go ahead and <laughs> let you know. I kept the heels and yes, like, girl. purses. <laughs> I kept that stuff going on because I thought, yeah, I could, I could still rock some heels in, uh, in Bible study. Yeah. But the next day, the next day I contacted church 
and got into women's Bible study because mm. I was a corporate trainer. I'd been traveling so much. I was moonlighting as an author on Friday and Saturday nights and, you know, recovery on Sunday and going back to the office on Monday. I did not have time to get in a Bible study mm. and then to get in the Word of God. And so at that time, by the time I got my first publishing contract, that was 2013, very same day, Autumn, mm. same day, an hour later, I got a call from my dad, and he said, well, this could be bad. I may have leukemia. And so our family, like, we were on this journey of mountaintop and valley walking at the same time. Mm. So what's important to know about those times in life, whether you're high, whether you're low, or whether you're walking both roads, kind of straddling that, I was in the Word of God when we were in a chemo room, right? Mm. Like, I had the Word of God by a graveside. I had the Word of God as we're transitioning all this change in our family I realized when I stepped into Bible study, it was not my oxygen. And mm. there's such a difference in that, mm. knowing I'm grabbing the Word of God in those times of need, but I wasn't choosing it in those times of joy. I wasn't choosing it just because I wanted my time with Jesus. And that's what verse mapping did for me. Mm. 2014, just jumped in the Word of God and thought, okay, I, I don't understand all of this. Can we say that? Like, can we be real right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on! Like, <laughs> Is there anybody, if you're driving, be careful, but can I get anyone else to like raise your hand and say, yes, that is me too. Like I didn't always understand it. Yeah. I love it. And I want it. And I wanted to, right? Right. I knew if the Bible, and I got my Bible, my daddy's Bible, uh, he passed away about five months after his diagnosis, but I had the legacy of, of his Bible and everything that Jesus did through studying the word in the last two years of his life from the point that he was saved and baptized at 60 years old, and Jesus changed his heart in two years, not even knowing he was going to meet him face-to-face. And so I have this Bible, and I thought, if this Bible is my field manual for living, there has to be a way for me to understand it. Okay, spirit-led, right? Let me me stop you, because I want to talk about this for a second. I have beat this horse for years. Um, just, uh, you probably don't know anything about my story. I came through an abusive marriage. My dad was a pastor my whole life. And I was like, I didn't, I, I knew a lot about God, but I had never read the Bible for direction, for wisdom. I just read for the stories, I guess, and read because someone told me I had to, but it was never mm-hmm. the source of my life. And when I came, was in that abusive marriage, I picked up my Bible and it was like, it was like suicide or God, you have to speak to me. Like legitimately, that was my situation. And God spoke to me from his word. And it was ever since that exact moment that I realized what was actually life. Life was the word of God. Life uh, in good times and in bad. That is the thing that directed why have we gotten away from that, Christy? Why have we gotten away from that? Tell me, what, what, do, you, what do you see in your sphere of influence? It, for me, it was 15 years in corporate America. Great company, great work family, loved what I was doing. I was the girl that had the Bible on the desk, right? And <laughs> forgive me, it was, it was before podcasts, so I was listening to preaching <laughs> on the radio, right? Like Love if it. The Autumn Miles show, if the Autumn Miles show was out there, I would have been listening. <laughs> But I was listening to preaching on the radio. I had my devotional books on my desk. But I want to be real about the fact that I was coasting through Mm. my relationship with Jesus. It was so much more about respect and reverence for who Jesus was, Mm. right? The religion piece. I get that. I really get that. And I've met Jesus at 16 years old, you know, gave my heart to him, walked an aisle, got baptized at 17. It should have been clicking all mm. that time. Yeah. It, should have been, it, sh- it should have been that the 
Bible was my lifeblood, but it wasn't. Mm. I was toasting through it, and I thought, no more. I don't want any more of this. I want to choose the Bible. I want this Bible that was my daddy's. I want this to be used so much. And I, and I prayed when I got the Bible from my mom, and just days after my dad passed away, I prayed, I want this to be well-traveled. And, and I don't mean traveling for book signings or, or traveling for ministry events. I meant well-traveled in here, and I'm pointing at my heart right now. Yeah. Well-traveled in my heart to the point where it's my oxygen and I need it. And so for me, being a curriculum designer for those 15 years in corporate America, and I'm a storyteller as well, right? Like I'm a storyteller at heart. I thought there's got to be a framework of teaching material in here, and I want to find it. And I know the way that I can find it is to dig in verse by verse to his story, to God's story. And I love research. That's why I'm a historical fiction author in addition to writing Bible studies. But I wanted to dig in. I wanted to get God's story and get it to the point where it's in my heart. And then I've got this overflow, right? Then I'm living it. I love that you are passionate about research, too, because I think um, I like school. Like I I went to school to have friends. I don't know. I, think, I mean, just real talk. I went to school to have friends. I didn't go to school to learn. That wasn't something I was interested in until I found God's word. And then I became obsessed with how the verses, um, how you, you could research a verse and it would connect to another verse and how the original language of the Bible. Then I became obsessed with doing the research of God's word and God's word comes to light in a totally different way. When you look at the historical aspects of, I mean, it is absolutely unbelievable. This is when verse mapping was born. Am I correct in saying that? There are different versions of verse mapping that kind of tie with journaling and the art. And and I love that. And I did that because I actually was an art student when I was a kid. Girl, I wanted to be a Disney animator, but I can't draw. (laughs) So there's a, there's a disconnect, right? Right. (laughs) Like, I'm like, God, why did you put stories on my heart so strong, but yet I can't draw or I can't paint. And so by the time I get to college and I step in an art history class, that for me, it clicked. Mm. Holy Spirit whispers to my heart, you're home. This Mm. is where you're supposed to be. So I knew that space where faith and art and history, where those three things come together, that is the space where he has asked me to live my life. And and that can be in ministry and women's ministry where I'm at now. Being an author, verse mapping, any of these things, I let him guide that. I let him direct that. He's the one who's going to tell me the what and the where and the how and the when. I just know that's the space that he's asked me to spend my life. And so for verse mapping in 2014, yeah, there's art journaling and different things out there. But for me, I had to get structure behind understanding the Word of God. Because I'm, I'm going to level with you. I wish I had been called to seminary in my 20s. Girl, I would go back. I would be in every Hebrew class. Yes. Bring it on. Bring it on. But for me, I wasn't called until I was ahem, in my 30s. And so, yeah. so I don't have the ability right now to go back and do that. So I thought, all right, if we have some armchair theologians, right? Like the Lord is just pressing on our heart. And I'm a mama. We have three kids. We've got the schedule. We've got the sports for the kids. We've got church. We've got community. We've got all these things. How can I fall in love with the Word of God, make it a priority in my days with whatever season of life I'm in, and also gain some confidence in areas where I had not had them before? And for me, verse mapping was it. And so it's 
super simple. That was something else, Autumn, that I knew it had to be. This has got to be something where, let's just call it what it is, remove the guilt, Mm. remove the research guilt. I don't have time one hour every day first thing in the morning. That must mean I'm a bad Christian, right? (laughs) That that must mean I'm not really following Jesus. No, if I have five minutes today, Jesus gets it. It belongs to him. And then if I have an hour tomorrow, guess what? That belongs to him too. Whatever season we are in, cut out the guilt, cut out the shame, it does not come from our God, period. Yeah. It does not. And so getting in the Word of God one verse at a time, looking up that verse in multiple translations, digging deep into the context of those words or phrases, those kind of tripwires for your curiosity, right? Like, what does that mean? Or, you know, hey, I've never seen that before, or I don't know where that is on a map. You write the verse, select your verse, write it in multiple translations, look up the Hebrew and the Greek, and then you jump in as a storyteller. Get in that story. What's happening in that verse? What's happening on stage, so to speak, right there in the story? What's happening off stage before and after that verse? And then the last piece is the life application. How do I sum up what the Holy Spirit has done in my study time today and kick it out so it's in my life right now? One to two lines. And girl, I just took you through verse mapping. Just took you through the five steps. There you go. And which, which sounds so simple and so like, hey, anybody can do this. Anybody at all. Even I have a 13-year-old daughter. She could even do this, you know. Um, w- tell me to those to those people out there that, that are like hearing, okay, I know I have a need. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I have four kids, Christy, so I know my last bananas mm-hmm. too. Um, so I don't know if I have enough time. Can you talk about the guilt side of this, um, before we really dig into, because I know you wrote one up for Luke and for Acts. I want to talk about that in just a second, but can we just sit on this mom guilt, Jesus, how do we balance? What do we do? I work a full time. I'm a single mom because I think this is what trips a ton of people up about, um, I know what you're saying, but that sounds like a lot, even though it sounds super simple. Can you just can you just minister to a heart that is laden with guilt for a second about this? You know, I have to tell you that when I started this, this verse mapping for me, filling up journals, it was only supposed to be between me and the Holy Spirit, right? It's because I just craved Jesus. And one thing I will say to that, to that mom guilt, to that my schedule is packed, I am I'm a single mom, or I have this life curve, a plot twist, if you will, that I did not expect, right? And here I am in this place thinking, I can't get close to Jesus. I can't really know him if I'm not spending hours a day in the Word of God. And you know what? That's just not the truth. Right. I would I would speak to the sister's heart out there and say, the one thing that maybe you haven't heard is it's okay to start small. Mm-hmm. I have my first verse mapping journal right now from 2014 open in front of me. And the first verse maps that I did, so much blank space on the page, just Mm. so much. And I think maybe I spent five to 10 minutes on the first map, but then that five minutes turned into 10 the next day and then turned into a half an hour and then turned into 45 minutes wherever I was able to find time. And then there's this shift that began to happen in my heart, right? I'm flipping off Netflix. Mm. I'm not scrolling social media on my phone. Hey, I love to be out there to connect with readers. I love to be out there connecting with other mappers, but not at the expense of my time. Right. Right. And and you're not letting everything else fall apart. You're not ignoring your kids so you can do some verse maps over here. You have to understand that whatever season you're in, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I get it. Busy schedules, packed schedules, but that guilt and that shame that you're not in the word 
of God enough. Oh, I really don't like that word enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? You said it, Autumn, in one of your previous podcasts. I was listening to you high energy at the beginning of the year, right? January 1, you said something and it meant so much to me that I wrote it on a postcard and I stuck it on the wall on the pin board in my office. And it is busy is killing your purpose. Wow. I wrote that down. It meant so much to me. Just, I had to hear that again, and it reminded me, even with what we're doing day in, day out, in the Word of God, that my purpose, my purpose right now, eyes focused on Jesus. And whatever yes. that looks like, you know, how that manifests itself in the non-negotiables of my day, that's what we got to figure out. That's what he's ready to tackle. Like, just so we know, God's shoulders are pretty wide, yeah. right? He's not, he's not surprised when you have a tough day. He's not surprised when your schedule is packed. And you're really stressing over that. He's not surprised. His shoulders can carry it. I remember I was having, I just, I had Grace and my, my oldest is 13 and then my second is 10 and we had two for a while, but my husband was in ministry here. I was a, I, I was a stay at home mom for a lot of years and I just, I felt like I, I, I very, very guilty when I didn't have like that third. I don't know what, what is the holy time to spend in the scripture? I think we all kind of make it up in our head. If I didn't have 30 minutes to be in the word where I'm a total Christian failure and I hear I am this pastor's wife or whatever. And one day God spoke to me and he was like, I can take that five minutes that you have and multiply it and give you such a word that it will feed you for years to come if I want to. And I just thought of that little boy with the five loaves and two fish and how that's all he had. And he gave it to Jesus. And here, you know, it fed all these people. We, we, God is so much bigger than how much time we allot to read. And he will redeem the time and he will make it powerful. Now, you still got to be in it consistently. But I'm just saying, you know, I think we, we don't give God enough credit to how much he can do with a few minutes, like you said, flip off Netflix. Like, come on, we all, we all do. We all are on social media, like flip that off for five minutes. I love that you brought that up, Christy. I want to, um, I want to get into some of this practical stuff about, um, uh, verse mapping. And this is actually questions that, that your people sent us. What do people need? How, how do people begin to verse map? Like if someone's like, Yes, I want to get in. I have a couple minutes. Um, what, what exactly do, what are the tools that I need to, to be uh, able to dig into this? I love that question because I would say if you have a handbag that is sitting on the floor in your desk right next to you, you probably already have everything you need to get started. <laughs> if, you have, if you have your smartphone or a smart tablet, smart device, if you have your Bible or a Bible right there in the Bible app, right? Yeah. You need a Bible. You need a smart device to do some research. You need a journal. But, ladies, if you are sitting at lunch right now and you have a cocktail napkin, grab it. Mm. Grab it. That'll work. That'll work until you can get a journal. Have some sort of writing utensil. Now, I love Sharpie markers. I told you I went to art school. And so <laughs> my first mapping journals, they're pretty rainbow colors. But it works for me. That's yeah. what I love about it. You've got simple tools a Bible, a journal, some sort of pen or pencils, and a smart device, and a concordance if you want to get, you know, really, really dig your heels into the dust of the story road. You can use all of those things, but it's, it's about making it your own. I constantly go back to Psalm 139, to this love letter that God has for every one of us, each one of us, how unique we are, and that's why 
studying scripture, we can't have something that's a template for everybody. Yes. Yeah. We have five steps. Like we've got these five easy steps and, and you go through verse mapping that. Yeah. In it, in a way it's a template, but you take it and you twist it and you turn it and you polish it and you mold it and you make it unique to you. Yes. Psalm 139, this process, friends, yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what makes it work. And you know what? When you hand the reins over to the Holy Spirit and you say, you know what? You're my teacher. You're my God. Mm. He knows you better than anyone else. And he's going to make this study practice as unique as possible. Now, if you want to just jump in, we made it super simple. Just go to versemapping.com. We've got you linked up. We have those tools, simple tools I just told you about. And you can actually jump in, get in community and you, be, you can begin mapping on your own every day. I love this. Now, the five things that you talk about, I just want to go over them so, pe- so people can get this. Um, verse, select a verse to map, right. design, right. write your verse in several translations and identify keywords or phrases. The third one is develop, look up keywords and discover any underlying meanings, which I'm obsessed with that. Action, yes. research and document the people, places and context reference, which is important. Context matters. Outcome, write one to two sentence summary of what you've learned and anchor the verse to your life. And you know what? As I'm reading this, this this is got one verse changed my life. And it was in Psalm 91, uh, almost 20 years ago. One verse verse mapped when you unpack it can transform your life. Okay. Um, I love that you said verse mapping, not chapter mapping or book mapping. You know, we're verse mapping verse by verse to unpack how powerful each verse is. That is powerful. It is. And I've had people ask when you went through and you mapped Acts, because that's where it was laid on my heart from the Holy Spirit to start in the book of Acts and keep going until he tells me to stop. And so (laughs) I started in the book of Acts because in a way, I felt like a new Christian again, if that makes any sense at all. I love it. I've known Jesus, you know, like I said, since 16 years old, I've known Jesus, but I thought in my early 30s, no, I want to flip the switch on this and I want to understand almost as if I'm a new Christian, I'm owning this for the first time. I want to own my faith in Jesus. Like I want to chase him. I want to go after him. He's been right there, patient, gentleman, all these years, right there alongside me. Now I want to, I want to do some chasing after him, and so I wanted, I wanted to really dig in and hit that hard. You know, it was, mm. it was a big deal for me to jump in in that way. So I, I really want to make sure that your listeners get this: that the intimidation factor, that well, I've never been to seminary, or I don't know how to use a concordance, or those thoughts went through my mind too. Mm. Those were the first things that hit me up. Oh, I don't think I can do this. I don't understand this. I don't know Hebrew or Greek, right? Like, I've never taken those classes. Yeah, I love it. But I want women to understand that what you're doing, the more time that you spend with Jesus in the Word, this process for me, verse mapping, it began to retrain my mind to think like a researcher. Down the road, 2016, I'm sitting in an airport with my husband and sons. We're coming home from a research trip in Ireland, and we're sitting in an airport terminal. They're watching football on TV, of course, right? Football family. (laughs) They're watching football on TV, but I'm sitting on my phone and I'm reading the Word of God. I didn't even have my journal. I didn't have my Sharpie markers. I didn't have my concordance. All I had was my phone, and I'm reading verses. And all of a sudden, I realized my mind is going through the process because I stopped what I was doing. I was Googling a map here. I was looking up a word in Greek there. And all I had was my phone in a busy airport terminal for about five to ten minutes, and I'm verse mapping in my head. I couldn't believe it. I had to Mm. sit there and think, wow, my time with the Holy Spirit five more minutes or 10 more minutes there. And he begins to transform your heart for the word of God from the inside out. So years down the road, 
Worrying about your schedule, worrying about your time, worrying about your confidence, non-issue, mm-hmm. non-issue with Jesus. I love it. So um, I love this. I just love this whole show. I like, I want to give it a hug. That's how much I love it. <laughs> um, so uh, you have written and put out two studies. I want to, I don't want to butcher this. I want to get this right. Luke, you have verse map Luke. It's a Bible study series. You verse map Luke, gathering the goodness of God's word. And also Acts is available, feasting on the abundance of God's word. Is that correct, Christy? That is correct, Perfect. girl. This is this is all about gather and feast. I love it. Gather together wherever you can with Jesus, and then as you begin to step out, just like the early church began to grow, gather with Him more often and begin feasting on the Word of God, and and make sure that it's going to impact your life and your sphere of influence around you. I love this so much, Christy. I feel like we are soul sisters. That's what I feel like, girl, soul (laughs) sisters, guys, um, for all my listeners out there, uh, we didn't even get to talk about this. You can do this in a group, grab your girlfriends or your small group. You know, I know a lot of men listen to the show too. um, your small group, grab your wife, grab a couple of couples together and go through this stuff together. Um, you can get these, I'm assuming, can you get them anywhere books are sold? Christy, is that, is that, are they all out there? You sure can. And okay, on birthmapping.com, we make it super easy to find all the links. You know, we, we know so many of you out there are now watching digital video instead of DVDs. We've made it really easy for our Bible study source for women has a great link there as well to be able to find the video downloads. But absolutely on your own or in a small group, coffee shop corner, front porch, kitchen table, wherever you are, just get in the word of God and make sure that you gather and feast with him every day. I love it so much. Christy came Bryn. Thank you for being on our show today. Thanks for having me, girl. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to all my listeners out there that are listening. You can catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.